Transformational truth number 11. Temporary pressure reveals treasure, but permanent pressure can produce pain. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Our guest today on Transformational Truths is Coach Vincent Reynolds. Coach Reynolds currently serves as the defensive line coach for Syracuse University. Let me tell you just a little bit about this dynamic recruiter and teacher. Coach Reynolds works with the Syracuse Trenchmen and has been a primary factor in the Oranges' rise to becoming one of the most disruptive defenses in college football. I know Coach Reynolds. He has an absolute passion for the game. Coach Reynolds has a passion to help young men grow in their athletic career. But even more than that, he has a desire to see young leaders fulfill their potential. And having the privilege of pastoring and leading collegiate coaches, I have been able to see firsthand the kind of pressure that they have to face and deal with. And today, Coach Reynolds is going to give us a behind-the-scenes glimpse of what professional or collegiate football coaches face on a day-to-day level and how to manage that pressure. We couldn't have a better voice speaking to today's transformational truth. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, everybody. Our special guest today is Coach Vince Reynolds. Coach, welcome to Transformational Truths. We're really honored to have you on the show. Hey, hey, Pastor. How you doing? I'm glad to be here. Well, it's man, it's really good to have you here. It's good to see you again. Um, Vince, here's today's transformational truth that we're going to work from. Temporary pressure reveals treasure, but permanent pressure can produce pain. Um, Vince, I've noticed that short-term pressure will actually serve to expand our potential and refine our gifts. It, it, it has this way of working for us. It'll push our character flaws and our weaknesses to the surface where we can deal with those things and we can grow and, and move forward. So short-term pressure can be really good for us, but I've also discovered that pressure that goes for too long produces the opposite effect. Um, it can actually produce pain. Uh, it can produce anxiety, depression. And so rather than refining our gifts, it can cause our gifts and our talents to sort of languish. Um, yeah. I don't know, Vince, if a lot of people realize it, but, but I've had the privilege of pastoring uh, coaches, uh, as well as athletes. And I had the privilege of serving you as your pastor. And, um, and we have a, a unique relationship, um, a special relationship. Uh, but one of the realities for a lot of collegiate athletics that people don't realize is that coaches are expected to manage seasons of immense pressure, not just normal pressure. Yeah. Um, and in that sense, many college coaches have become well-versed in pressure management. I've seen it firsthand. I've, I've had the honor of pastoring you, other uh, uh, football, college football coaches, basketball coaches, et cetera. And I'll tell you something, Vince. Um, I did not know uh, yeah. until I sat down with you, talked to you, and talked to other of your peers and friends that you know, we both know. 
the immense amount of pressure on a college football coach and and his or her and his family it's it's incredible yes. um Vince, could you talk to us a little bit about the reality of pressures that most coaches face season to season? Sure. Um, wow. So first and foremost, uh, the pressure as all coaches on, that, in, on any level, I would say high school or more so even college now, that's where I'm at, obviously. Um, the pressure is to win. Right. You know? We, we can say all we want as far as, hey, it's just a game, that's a, that's a cliche because it's not. You know, it's, the, it's, right. it, it's a game, yes, you know, in competition. How, however, the reality is, is to perform at, at the highest level and to, and to win. And the pressure of winning is so hard. It's, it's, it's so much that goes into winning a, a, a basketball game, football game, and just speaking for my sport, I mean, you're talking about a team sport where you got 11 guys on the field at a time to be on the same accord, and there's so much detail that goes into the preparation right. before you get to the game. And and it's uh, – so the pressure alone is – number one is is to win. You And you, you, you deal with that on a day-to-day basis. I mean, you know, as we, we, we kick off our first game, you know, September 12th, and – uh, which is this Saturday, and you know we've put a lot into this game. The preparation this 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 started back in in January when we had our off season workouts. You wow! Know? This was goal is to you know to to train physically, mentally, uh, have your body at the best shape it can possibly be in mentally, be at the right form, and and then you get the uh, you know the best way to look at it is is the event is on Saturday. That's where you you reap the reward on whether you are ready to to win or not. You know, and it's a lot that goes into it. And you know, um, you know, winning is is again people. I the way I look at it is uh, you have to win. You have to win because if you don't win, the reality is you you may be looking for another job. And that's right. that I think people lose sight of that, you know, we have our families just like everybody else. And uh, that's so good. I work with a lot of a lot of peers and throughout shoot, my 15, 16 year career as a coach. And I've seen a lot of coaches come and go. And, um, you know, I remember as a young coach, uh, when I was a young coach in, in the profession, I remember a, a a coaching the older guys would say to me, they say, you know what, you're not a coach until you get fired. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they, what you just did, they just chuckled and start laughing. And I was like, what? Like, and I, I just had a I had fear all over me. And they're like, oh yeah. They're like, and all the guys at their round table all all been fired at some point. And uh, they said, yeah, you're not a coach until you get fired. And and they they really believed that and they had, they said it with conviction. Wow. And I'm very fortunate enough. I mean, knock on wood, I haven't, you know, been been dismissed from my job at any point anywhere I've been. But that's something in the back of my mind I always deal with that pressure of knowing, you know, right. uh, that that's that's it, it's a possibility. And you know, one of the you know, that's something that motivates me. You know, because, you know, my why and for what I do is my family. Like, I, you know, I was taught early, you, as, a, as a man, you got to 
provide for your family. And this is right. This is how I go about providing for my family, something that I love to do, um, which is awesome. Uh, but with, with the love comes a major, major responsibility, and that's to win. And we have to, you know, we have to win. And again, if, if you don't win necessarily, you know, you can't win every game all the time. You know, obviously, there's no, there's no perfect team. Right, right. However, but you need to be making those strides to improve um, year in and year out. And um, but there's pressure with every season. There's like in, in, you know, just speaking college football, speaking with every season of the year, there's different pressures. Mm. Uh, Obviously, right now we got the fall right now, and this is this is uh, we're kicking off the season, and you the pressure. Like I mentioned, you you need to win, have a successful season, have right. a win record. And, you know that's what you're shooting for, and go to a bowl game, and and within that season you still have recruiting. You have things you're responsible for in terms of making sure you are on top of you know the kids that you're trying to attract to your university. You're staying on top of them. Uh, non-stop communication. I mean, you, you're talking about young men that wants that want the, the attention, and it requires a lot of attention that you have to give them, as well as their families, their their mm. their, their their mentors. You know, right? You know, and uh, then after after the football season, then you go on the road, and you got the pressure of okay, you're away from your own family. Yeah, you're spending a lot of time away from your own family, and that pressure okay, how do you manage what's going on at home? You know, I got two little boys that can bring a lot of stress sometimes to my wife. And, you know, sometimes you, you need, you need a, a, a male figure to be there to kind of put things in. Right. Kind of, kind of help, help out. That's just right. And, you know, and the pressure of, okay, well, I'm not at home, you know, and, you know, but my, my heart is there, but yet I'm not there. And I got to, I got the responsibility within my my career to fulfill because I'm my job. I'm all I'm all I'm all over the place on the road recruiting. So you have that season where you you're gone, really for a two month span. You you're gone every wow. day. You know you get I should say every day you come home for the weekends and it's the weekend is like Saturday Sunday and you still you got recruits on campus so you're really not home. So even so so Vince even even on the weekend when you have family time. You've got recruits yeah. on campus that you have to host. Yes, yes, yes. And this isn't an optional thing. This is just, this is no. what you have to do. Have to do. Have yeah. To do. So yes. the pressure is enormous. I mean, I remember, uh, honestly, I didn't even know if I'd get you to give this interview because I realized it's September. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a different kind of year. But, but, but Vince, Coach, I remember calling you, and it was difficult for us to get together for coffee because, man, it, it's, it's football yeah. season. It is. Um, it is. I remember uh, trying to catch you late, and yeah. you would you'd call me back. You was sorry, Pastor. You know, yeah. six a.m. I didn't yeah. get out of the film room until midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Um, right. A few hours of sleep, and you started the whole cycle over again the next day. Right, right. Um, and then when I thought the season was over, I thought, hey, finally Vince gets some time. No, no, no. And I'm like, hey, where yet? I'm on the road. You know, I'm recruiting. I, I mean, you. There was always something in the pressure. If you're, right. uh, if you're, if you're not recruiting, you're coaching. Um, when you're recruiting, you're on the road. You're away from home, so there's pressure at home. Then there's pressure uh, on the job. And I don't think a lot of people understand no. the level of pressure. You said it yourself. Um, there's this pressure to perform. 
you're right. providing for your wife and your children. Um, yeah. For everyone else that tunes in to watch, they just they're just enjoying a game right. and have no idea right. the amount of time and effort uh, and the yeah. and, and the the pressure that's yeah. that's on you. Yeah, I remember Vince, you had a hard time even getting to church. Like Sunday mornings were like, during the football oh, season. That, that could happen. I Pastor, I tell you even now. So what I do, just so you know, Sunday, I tune in and listen to you. I would say don't. Last year, I probably heard four services last year, and I try to do my best. And it's always I don't get to see it live because we're in meetings. Right. So when, when I'm doing so Sunday, people don't realize this is our busiest day. Wow. Days of the week is the busiest day, and and so people understand why is because. We play the game. Let's say, like, for instance, we go to North Carolina Saturday. We play them on Saturday. We fly back home. We get home Saturday night. When I get home, I need to grade the film. So if I'm not grading it on a plane, which I'm typically uh, I'm not graded on a plane, so when I get home, I can at least see my family. But let's just say it was a late game. Let's say it was a night game. Um, we play a team on a Saturday night. We get home and 10, 11 o'clock at night, you turn right or back turn around the next morning, you're in the office six, seven o'clock in the morning, and you're watching it as a staff. You watch that game as a staff, and then you you meet and talk about the good and the bad, and then, okay, next thing you know, your players are here, and you're watching it with them, you're meeting with them, then once they're gone, then now you, you're preparing for the, your opponent. And, you know, in order to have a really thorough, in-depth, detailed breakdown, you have to be working through the wee hours of the night to make wow. sure everything you can. Because again, it's the one. Again, sometimes I feel like as coaches we have made it harder on ourselves. But at the same time, if you want to work hard and get an advantage, you need to work hard. You need to be prepared. You need to. Yeah. Or there's no stone unturned, and uh, you know that requires a lot of time. So for some, right. I don't get to go to church. You know, the best thing I get again is to, to hear your service pull it up while I'm in my office doing my doing my charts, whatever I'm doing, and listen and tune in. But it's it's you know, we're all busy as coaches on Sunday, unfortunately. Right, right. Vince, um you you're describing pressure, a whole different level of pressure, but there are people who are listening right now who can relate to some degree, especially when you consider everything that's happening right now in our culture. Yeah. Uh, you've got COVID, um, you've got people trying to figure out you know, how do I manage? You've got mothers trying to figure out how to manage childcare. You've got mothers and fathers trying to figure out what it means now to work from home. And, and uh, do I even have a job? Will I have a job two months from now? Um, there is a lot of pressure economically. There's a lot of, uh, there's political pressure. There's economic pressure. There's others, all kinds of pressures right now in our culture. Um, can you tell us how has your faith helped you to manage these various seasons of pressure? Yes, sure. So for me, you know, I, I know the, the Lord that I serve is, is with me, you know, and right. I, the moment when I found Christ was the first time I found Christ was, it was 2000 and it was 2004 uh, when I, well, after I graduated from college and I was at my lowest low in my life, you know, foot, you know, again, I was, here I am a student athlete and thinking I was going to play professional football and God had other plans for me. And, um, and I remember as a kid, again, that, you know, you, you hear your peers, your, 
uh, your mentors and saying, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'd be like, hey, I want to be a football player. Like, well, well, come on, man. Like, what a, you know, right. the box. Like, come on. You got to you got to have some 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 other goals, some substantial goals, some realistic goals. And, you know, as a kid, I was like, I, you can't tell me how that, that was it. And, you know, reality hit, you know, in college, you know, like, OK, this is I may not make it, you know. But anyway, when I didn't make it, that was the lowest point in my life and I was forced to find Christ mm. and as I found him at my lowest low you know and he brought me through once I saw how he brought me through I realized that I can get through anything you know like wow. working being a college coach I don't seen so much chaos and craziness and I mean you name it is is it's in it's in within our profession you have a it's a profession where you have a lot of people that's trying to uh, climb and they're willing to pull you as they climb. And mm. you know, it's, 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 a, it's a cutthroat business. It's, 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 uh, it's just like it's corporate America, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it, there's no loyalty. You know, yeah. I grew up on uh, being loyal, you know what I mean? Those are right. having integrity, like that's the core of who I am. And regardless of adversity I have faced and things I go through, I stand on knowing that God is with me. Like he won't leave me nor forsake me. Like I trust and I believe like how, how regardless of how chaotic it is, sometimes I got to just sit still and know like I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. And when I really focus on like the truth of God and his word and his, and his, it, like, again, where I come, like I'm not supposed to be where I'm at today. And sometimes I got to look, I say, well, how did I get here? It was, you know, I know what I was God that got me here. That's so right. brought me in this position not to see me fail. You know, I know right. the enemy to see me fail and, and, and take everything away and what have you and knowing those tricks. So it's again, just me sitting still and just understanding, okay, having faith again, just having faith, just, just belief without works, just believing, believing, mm -hmm. trust process you have to trust the process you gotta you gotta you gotta go through the long sufferings i mean even as a coach where i'm at today i remember being a ga you know again working the wee out wee hours of the, of the night all all day every day and, and not making no money and like but i knew that day will come where i would have my breakthrough you know mm. just continue just stay diligent stay diligent stick with the process um, and, uh, and just believe, you know, regardless, I just, I just really hold on my faith. Now, do I have times where I'm like, oh, this is, is it too much? Is it overwhelming? Absolutely. Absolutely. What do I do in those times? Well, thank goodness. I got a, a God fearing wife that loves the Lord and somebody I can speak with. I have people yeah. like yourself that I can consult with and kind of get me back on track. Cause it's right. When you're getting you're getting things from all over for me as a as the, the be the leader of the household to have the pressure of making sure every everything's okay at home not only that i have you know i have a mother i got a sister and you know families that that are going through tough times today that i i carry that too i carry right. the burden you know the things that they're going through i deal with too and um so sometimes i just got to sit still and just listen and listen and just know that I'm not on my own. Like right. I, my heaven 
others, he's fighting his fight with me. And the more I really focus and and and, and put myself, uh, you know, get my spiritual uh, self in that in that realm, it helps me through my walk every day and what I do. I think what you said is important, Vince. I want to highlight it for a second. Yes, sir. Um, essentially, your faith, knowing God is with you, God is in you, God is for you. He's never going to leave you forsake you. Just that knowledge, especially in those seasons of pressure, um, has helped you stay the course. You found strength in Christ, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. But you also said something just as important. Um, it's not just your faith in Christ. It's you seeing Christ in other people around you that has helped you. You know, you yes. said, I've yes. got yes. relationships Yes, that's people true. who love the Lord. You see other people's faith and God yes. in them. Um, how important is it in seasons of pressure? Wow. To surround yourself with people who see the big picture, who who can speak life into your life, who who can speak the words of Christ back to you, who can encourage you with the word of God. How important is that, Vince, to have those relationships in your life? in seasons of intense pressure critical critical because you know you got to be careful who you listen to you got to be let you got to be careful what you allow in your spirit you know i'm i don't have many friends past at this point in my life you know i'm not and i'm not necessarily looking for new ones you know but i got i could i can pretty much count on one hand other than my you know my mother my wife you know right. my circle is small and you know, I have a you know, you you remember me, my uncle, he came yes. back, you know, Uncle Herman, you know, he's still, you know, uh very integral. He plays an integral role in my life in terms of a mentor. Um the reason why is because he's somebody that he, he entered he he was when I started my walk, he was one of the first persons that introduced me to Christ. So that wow. that, that relationship has wow. It's so strong today. I mean, this we started that relationship with Christ back in two thousand three, four, and it's, it's stronger than it. I can't say it, it can always be stronger, but it's extremely strong. Uh, you and I, you know, back, you know, you gave me a different uh, perspective on on God, and 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 give gave me guidance back in when I met you in 2011, 2010 or so. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but it's important, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends, uh, cause I, you know, people are, whether they say they for you, I realize they're really not for you. Uh, people want to see you do bad. You know, there's a lot of right. jealousy, you know, I don't, you know, as much as I people have said, Hey, are they proud of me? I really don't truly deep down see that. I don't feel, I don't get that from them all the time, but I, you got to keep a small circle. You got to be very careful on who you, who you talk to what you give them because they can, they can use your words and, and your emotions against you and try to bring you down and, and, and they want to see you fail. So you just got to be very careful with that. And I'm, as I just mentioned, I, I got a small circle pass. So I, right. I don't have many I share things with, you know, I, I learned this too. I learned, and I'm learning this more recently just through my wife because me and my wife had, you know, in marriage, we're, we're growing, we're growing, and uh, no, we're not perfect. But one mistake I've made in my marriage is, you know, I would share things with even my Uncle Herman and be like, hey, Uncle, I would, you know, and my wife, like, why are you, why are you telling him that? Why are you telling? 
I'm like, well, I need somebody to talk to. She's like, why don't you go just talk to God? Go talk to him, you know? Or, mm-hmm. you know, to somebody else that is married because my Uncle Herman is divorced. And I'm like, okay, well, you make a good, you make a, you make, I see where you're coming from with that, you know? So, you know, for me, when I'm looking for my, some marriage guidance, one of my close friends I went to high school with who always, he's, he loved his wife to death. I mean, you can't, he, you can't, you can see his love, I mean, a mile, miles and miles away for his life. And I, yeah. and I, and I, I'm intrigued by that. That, that motivates me. Um, so when it comes to sharing, um, you know, or, or talking about marriage, I kind of gear my conversations with one of my close friends that's my brother. Um, and then just, you know, uh, and then I would, I get in small circles where I'm getting at. I don't, I don't share a lot with people, but I try, I've learned to, to come to, to God instead of going to friends or so-called friends or, you know. Yeah, I got you. Get- yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I think one of the reasons that point is so important is because when you're talking about long-term pressure, I think on the end of that pressure, when you've been in it for a while, you're most vulnerable. I think, I think, you know, when life gets heavy for too long, you're vulnerable and you're in position to let the wrong people in your life uh, because you are vulnerable. You just want relief from pressure. Yes, yes, yes. And and so you're tempted to let the wrong people in that, that might not have your best intentions at heart. So what I hear you saying is number one, in intense pressure, seasons of pressure, number one, your faith, stay focused on Christ. Number two, surround yourself with other people who are full of Christ, who have your best interest in mind, who can look out for you, who can see your blind spots and help you work through that season of pressure. Yes. Absolutely. Powerful, man. You're hitting on the head. Powerful. Well, no, you're hitting it on the head, man. I'm just echoing what you're saying. you, You summed it up right there. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, it, it's, it's, it's so, it's so valuable because I, I know when I've been through seasons of pressure, the importance of having the right voices of, of uh, influence in my yeah. life, yeah. Um, voices of wisdom, uh, people who carry the same values I do, that believe that Christ is in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, people that I know that they're not yeah. going to try to hurt me, but when I'm vulnerable, they're going to try to protect me. No question. Like if, if you if you influence if you get your influence with people that have no connection to God, they, they don't understand that it, it doesn't align, you know, where if the old vents, you know, the things I used to do and the people I hung with and you know, if when I'm when I'm faced with the things I'm faced with every day, you know, the, the influence they would give me be like, Man, screw them, man, you know, like there's a you just can't you just right. can't lose your cool. Certain there's there's a protocol in, in how you gotta live your life on a day to day basis. It's just you have to abide by. You gotta live by. And some people just again that are not aligned with Christ. I, I hate to say it, but don't care. You know that's that's you know that's why yeah. our world is in disarray where we in right now. You yeah, got that's right. But I just don't care. And yeah, and that's don't right. Care. You know. You know the fear, the, the conviction. You know, like I remember early in my life, as I found Christ, and I would do something wrong, and I'd be like, "Dang, I feel like that." And then I understood what that meant. Like I'm, you convicted, you the Holy Spirit. Like 
not okay with like you can't do certain things and i'm i'm thankful to have that to yeah. know and, yeah it's no longer it's, it's you know the scripture like, the scripture says that when you come to christ it's no longer you who live it's christ living in you and and so suddenly the, the stuff we used to do the reason it doesn't feel right anymore is because it's not our identity anymore it's not who we are anymore and isn't it funny how you know when you come to christ like man i keep trying to do that old stuff but it's not working for me anymore um uh that's an important point vince i'm glad you brought that up i have a question what would you say to someone listening who's wrestling with some long-term pressure they're struggling whether it's somebody in coaching or it's somebody running a business or it's somebody in ministry or or just somebody man, they're trying to manage their family uh but there's a lot of pressure one or two things what advice would you give them today they're listening they're trying to cope they're trying to figure this whole thing out yeah okay so for me i would i would i would i would list i would write down goals i would write down goals short term long term goals what i do what i did this past january i wrote down a list of goals that i wanted to attack every day regardless of what was going on at work and at home, I had goals I had set. And, and every day I look at, again, whatever task may come across my desk or at home, I always go back to those goals that I had set. So some of those goals at home was being a better husband, being a better communicator. Loving my kids, seeing that the affection I have for my wife, me loving my wife to my kids. Be spending time with my kids, regardless of what's going on and my hours and I come home. I, I focus on those things that way. And I, again, every day having that peace of mind, regardless of everything that's coming my way, I just go back to those goals, setting those goals where it becomes a habit. When it comes to my profession. I said, okay, every day I'm gonna come to work. I'm gonna I'm gonna do these three things. And I had I set three goals. Regardless, I'm gonna do these three things every day. These three things every day. And I stayed on that task. And I and, and even now, this was in January, where I'm still I'm I'm regardless of what goes on, I, I try not to lose sight of, of the goal, the vision on that. And I would say to those that are going through, again, going through some tough times that long suffering write down short-term goals. That way you don't get overwhelmed. I found out when I write things down and I get a checklist, and as I check them off, like I, yeah. I, I have some sense of relief because there's right. many things we got to do, but if you just write it down and you say, okay, I did it, you have more of a peace of mind for myself. That's what I learned, one thing I learned to do. And I would just say with that too, just being prepared, like preparation is key. Like you're not prepared whatever it is that you're doing you can easily be overwhelmed so just stay in the constant preparation know know your know your field know everything about your field that you need yeah, to know that's don't good. get complacent don't don't get don't settle don't settle work hard continue to Hone, hone in on your strengths what you're really good at make it even better make it even better like know who you are Know, know what value you bring to your job, to the household, um, 
in the neighborhood, whatever the case, like just know, stay true to who you are, hone in on that and, 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 and where your light will shine in that area. Like don't try to be somebody else or right, don't get right. caught up into your successes and what like just focus just just focus on your your what your task is and um and just take it one day at a time you know you can't that's you good. know as my uncle was tell tell me you can't eat the elephant ear in one bite you right can't, you can't eat a whole pizza in one bite like just one bite at a time and look at the process because sometimes you can you can be like man i'm not i'm not gaining no ground i'm still in, but you look back you you see how far you have come. So praise yourself on, on where you've come when you look at the journey. Like is it, the journey isn't easy. We know that. But you have to, you, you got to believe in the process. You got to believe. And again, that's where to me the faith comes back in for me is just, okay, I'm not doing it. I'm, just, I'm doing it for a purpose. Again, right. God has put me here. He's put right. me here in whatever position. You can't go anywhere else other than where he's put you. Right. So in that moment, Trust, trust it. Trust the process. And um, oh, I don't know if that, yeah, no, that's good. That's, that's kind of how that's I, good. I go you, about it. you practically, that advice is gold. Here's why. I think what you did, correct me if I'm wrong, Vince, but you defined success for yourself. You decided, yeah. you decided what it was you're going to focus on and you were willing to release the stuff the other stuff that you just couldn't. And yes. that is gold. That's worth its weight in gold. I think defining your success when you say make goals is that, okay, here is what I choose to focus on. And I'm going to look at this every day because I think if we don't define our success, if we don't define what we think is successful or productive, um, the list gets ambiguous and it's eternal. There's a million things you could be doing. Uh, you have to hone in on that two or three that that you can do and that you can execute. Um, yes. You know, when COVID hit, I'm pastoring a church that impacted our ministry, our church. There were suddenly a million, it felt like a million unknown elements to what this is going to look like for ministry, what it's going to look like for the church, for the people. Um, there were so many unanswered questions. Uh, it was very easy to lose your peace. There was a sense of ang anxiousness and anxiety for me. And here's when I got my peace back. I sat down one day and I made a list, Vince, of everything that was out of my control in this COVID season. I couldn't control when, when COVID would be over. I couldn't control when people would feel comfortable coming back to church. I, I couldn't control... Um, the way they were going to do school this fall and how that would impact our families or my family. So right, I wrote down right. all of the things out of my control. And then I made a list of the things that were in my control. And I decided I'm going to focus on the things that I can control and everything else on this list that I can't control. I'm going to put this into the hands of God because I can't control it anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and trust him with the stuff that I can't control. And I'm going to trust that he's going to help me with the stuff that I can control. And that's when, man, I finally got my peace back and I was good again. But I tell you, there was this window, there was this <laughs> oh, yeah. window of time where I'm like, oh my, it, it felt like there wasn't a yeah. million things, but it felt like that until yeah. I sat down and defined it. 
Right. And when right. I sat down and defined it, man, I got my peace back again. I, man, I was good again. I had my focus again. So, man, that that is golden advice. Golden advice. Yeah, it makes, uh, it makes a huge difference. Makes huge, a huge difference. Huge. Go Vince back to that. I always, I always got to do that every every season. With even now for this season, like I have like those goals I had focused on in January, I still have. Now, now we're going into. Now we're going into new season with this. Now that it's time to revisit those things and, and right. making sure it's aligned with the vision, you know. But again, you can get easily overwhelmed, but but writing things down and knowing that you have met those tasks and you've met those, you get a peace of mind. You do, and then like you said, if you can't control, it, let's not worry about it. It's easy right. said and done, but you got to do that. Right. Right. Um. Coach, the transformational truth today was temporary pressure um, reveals treasure, but permanent pressure can produce pain. And today you helped us learn how to cope with this pressure uh, in a way that's important. Uh, Coach, where can people find you? After they've, they've heard this interview, where can they find you if they want to connect with you? Yeah, my Twitter is CoachReynolds81, CoachReynolds81. Okay. okay, and then... My my IG is 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 Coach Reynolds. Coach, I'm sorry, Coach V Reynolds. Coach V Reynolds is IG. Coach my V apologies. Reynolds. So it's hard for me sometimes to keep up. Yeah. So yeah, Coach V no. Reynolds on IG. Coach Reynolds eighty one on Twitter. Perfect. And, uh, and I'm on also on. I don't use Facebook as much. My wife uses that more. So I I use the other ones more so for uh, do the work. Have okay. To be, you know. Yep kids are doing yep. and all of that so um you know i got yeah you, that's coach. what everybody can find me yes sir man i appreciate this opportunity it's, it's, it's great to see you it really is man i miss you much and uh man I, I appreciate you i remember the first time you know being in your service i felt at home i felt like you was talking directly to me and i never forget that day when you called me that day too it it, it man that was that was huge you know you mm -hmm. calling me meant a lot to me uh you and tina was was awesome to me and, and uh i've been following your journey and i'm i'm with you uh i, I love what you're doing uh, you know to see um you know former players nick and and daryl and to see the transformation in their lives and they they influenced me on a on a spiritual level so I mean, I just, just to see how God has moved in their life and, uh, you know, they it sometimes almost bring me tears to just see how they're moving. And I, I just, I just thank God for what you're doing and, uh, thank you for this opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, it, you matter to me, your family matters and I, you know, I want to make you proud. And, uh, again, I, I love you. I love you much. And I, I appreciate this opportunity. Well, man, I love you, and we, we're already proud of you, Vince, and um, love you guys, love your family, and uh, hope to um, have you on again in the future. If you'd like to connect with Coach Vincent Reynolds, please check out the links that we included for you in the show notes. And if Transformational Truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor. Take a moment, go to Apple iTunes, rate the show, and write us a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and leadership. Thank you.